Welcome back to Podcast Demastered. I am Wade, and I'm here with Chelsea, as always. And this week, we're going to be talking about um, a comic book slash movie, I guess you call it, um, called Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. So how, how, how are you doing today, Chelsea? I'm doing well. I've definitely been thinking about Scott Pilgrim because I just watched the movie the other day. <laughs> this is your first time watching it, right? Yes, my first time, and before that, I decided to read all six volumes of the graphic novel series before that, so I think I have finally dived into that world, but boy, I have a lot of feelings, lots of mixed emotions about things, but that's, that's where I'm at. That's probably okay with this series. <laughs> yes. That's, pro- that's probably healthy, let's call it that. <laughs> that That's very fair to say, yes. So, So what was your first, like... So let's see, you do you read the books first, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. What was your initial feeling about the books? Uh, I kind of liked it and I kind of didn't. I, it was very interesting. I'll give that like, it's a very creative storyline and everything. And mm-hmm. I think I had the conflicting emotions because it deals with this some like, kind of like, almost kind of like heavier topics and kind of like dives into like relationships and more about like growing up. But it also has this cutesy, like, stylized characters. And Mm -hmm. so it made the characters almost more likable to me than I realized that they are not really likable. Because you're, like, reading about it, like, oh, go It's like when you start to get to know them as people, you realize, (laughs) like, how not good, amazing people they are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where I was at with that. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Well, like, my... Okay, so just just to jump right in, my my major thing was I I read the I watched the movie first. I was dragged mm-hmm. um, to the theater way back. I think this was like my freshman year of college um, when the movie came out. I was dragged there by a big group of friends, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go watch this movie. It's super nerdy. You'll love it." And I was like, "Okay, okay." Mm-hmm. I never heard of it. Like, I don't even think mm-hmm. I'd seen mm-hmm. like advertisements for it or anything. Um, and I remember leaving that like initially leaving the movie and i was like wow that movie was like that was really cool there were so many uh awesome references and like the style and like the people in it like it was such a good movie um and then a bit later like after college i was like well i'll i'll read the books i've never read them i'd love to Mm -hmm. um which of course now you're getting lots more information on everything than the than the movie can just possibly touch upon Mm mm-hmm and I'm understanding in my first read through of the books, like, oh, they really sugarcoated Scott in the movie <laughs> because book Scott is not cool. <laughs> he's not no, like, he is not. Yeah. He's the main character, but like main character energy is not the term you would use to describe Scott Pilgrim. Mm-mm. He is just I have plenty of other words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not a very good guy. I mean, he's like 23. You know, he's learning and growing all the time, but, like, good lord. That's, it's still not quite an excuse <laughs> no, for where no. he's at. <laughs> no, not where he's at, no. Not no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which we could probably give a little more background before we dive into more of our thoughts, probably briefly give our listeners, especially those who are not familiar with Scott Pilgrim. Oh, for sure. What the, like, initial premise of the story is, both in the graphic novels and in the movie. So let's see. Let's give it a shot. So it takes place in Toronto. 
Um, yes. They you know, like to remind you, it's in Canada it's, multiple they, times. <laughs> you never forget. <laughs> At it's least in, in their graphic novels. Yes. <laughs> um, it's you get you get Scott Pilgrim, who is the star of the show, I guess. Whatever. Um, and he <laughs> he's twenty three, so he's been out of high school. He's been through university, um, and he is just he's a piece of work. He the, the the essential story is that he is he starts to date this girl Ramona, um, and then he finds out that if he wants to continue to date Ramona, he has to defeat her seven evil exes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's very video gamey in how this is set up, and then as you go through the you get cool fight scenes and you know it it takes place in the real world but it's very like not real world at all <laughs> it's how scott um, views the world or what he yes. thinks of himself and others mm-hmm. so but i think and that's the gist oh go ahead go ahead yes oh yeah i was gonna say but we can't forget the very initial setup of scott <laughs> that he oh. is apparently depressed yes. and it's been over a year since his uh, his previous girlfriend broke up with him so what does he do he gets in a new relationship with, with? a 17 year old High schooler. High schooler, yep. With the unfortunate name of Knives Chow. <laughs> and <laughs> the idea of telling his friends that he is dating somebody who is Chinese. So mm-hmm. that's the initial characterization. Catholic, of Catholic school girl and everything. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the, u- with <laughs> with the, the uniform, uniform, too. Has to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't forget that. Yes. And then, oh, the other thing, you know, Scott, uh, he... He's currently not working. He in the movie he says he's between jobs, um, <laughs> between something and something. no motive. Yes, uh huh. And then he, so he basically mooches off of everybody, and that's a he doesn't do way much. To put that. <laughs> he he like his living situation. You know, um, he lives with his his best friend Wallace Wells, yes. um, who is mm-hmm. gay. Um, and yes. Wallace and pays for... And they don't her. let you forget it. And they, yeah. Yep. Best gay friend, Wallace Wells. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, Wallace pays for the apartment. He pays for all the food and frequently takes Scott out, like, for takeout and other things. Um, all the bills. Mm-hmm. Scott's bus everything. fare, like, everything. Yeah. Gives him everything. a coat or something, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and and his parents, Scott's parents aren't around because, like, Scott graduated um, and they left the country. They're like, we're going to Europe, bye. Um, so Scott really is, like, on his own, but he just, he's not, he's not getting it together at all. Yeah. But he does have a sister that's around who seems way more productive than he is. Oh, Stacy. I forgot about Stacy. Yes, Stacy. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, I was a little confused because I almost, when I watched the movie, I could have sworn she said she was uh, his older sister, but in the, like, graphic novel, she's the younger sister. And it's even more hilarious that she's the younger sister. Well, it's I don't know it's it so like... weird because it's just, it's labeled so many different places in so many different ways. Like, yeah, I feel like she is the older sister, but it's one of those things where she's like, but I'm not, like, but I'm not old. So she doesn't well, want Well, she's more mature. She's yeah. amazingly more mature than he is. Or maybe it's a thing where she's actually younger than him, but she takes care of him anyway. So 
she yeah. just claims to be like basically like the older sister role. Because yeah. there's a there's a little brother yep. too that doesn't come up in the movie, but he is the little brother. Like he is the youngest mm. mm-hmm. of of the bunch of them. Yeah, Stacy knows what's up, what's what. She gives it to him straight. And she's like, <laughs> "You are dating a seventeen year old. What are you doing with your life?" Scandal. Tell me everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and in the movie she's played by Anna Kendrick and it's just so per- it's just so perfect. <laughs> mhm, it is. There's a couple moments in that film where like the look of disgust and confusion on her face, <laughs> it was kind of like I so relate to you right yeah. now. This is me watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am Anna Kendrick. <laughs> she's like the only like real person in the movie, I feel. Like she's the one reacting like um correctly to these situations. <laughs> I would also say Aubrey Plaza is too. She's just way oh, over the top, Julie. but it's just, oh my gosh. She's just such a jerk all the time about everything, though. She's that girl. Well, I mean, really. She is, but. She's just Aubrey Plaza. Like, she's just Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. But I mean, she does, at least definitely hands it to him in the movie specifically, all the time just confronting Scott being like. Oh, what what little time she's on screen. Oh, yeah, she's there to yes. just ruin his life. And he's just like, oh my God, get away from me. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, but she's telling the truth. <laughs> I mean, she sure is. She yeah. sure is. Oh man. But so in this in the story, yeah, we start with Scott dating the high schooler Knives, um, who's mm-hmm. never had a boyfriend. Like they've held hands like once. Like it's there's yeah. nothing like inappropriate going on per se outside of the situation just not mm-hmm. being a cool situation, right? Um, yeah. And then, I don't know, like a week or two into, like, his relationship with Knives, um, he meets Ramona. And then Mm -hmm. from there, that's kind of, like, when the actual plot begins. Yes. Ramona, the edgy new girl from the United States. The hipster, mysterious hipster girl from from America. She's American. Oh, ooh, American. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And she has colored hair. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and she works. She works She's for got Amazon. A job. She sure does. <laughs> Amazon.ca, no yes. less. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's the website again for that? <laughs> what, what's the what's the website for Amazon.ca? <laughs> oh, poor Wallace. Yeah. You know, like I like Wallace so much more in the in the books than I do in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Like his like the casting in the whole movie, I feel is like perfect. There's just there's just not enough time with the characters to like go into. I, like who they are really in 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 the movie wallace is more just like yeah i take care of you and i'm the gay roommate and and more often than not the comic relief yes. but in the book he's he's more like present he he has more roles in the book i feel being like mm-hmm. scott's like trainer like anytime a fight's gonna happen scott he's got to be trained by wallace and you know wallace takes that very mm-hmm. seriously but yeah I, I agree. I think it's not even just Wallace. It's just, yeah, in general, like, a lot of the characters got a huge disservice in the film because there's yeah. a lot more depth to those characters. You get like a, well, this is kind of who they are, and we don't get time to go past that point. Mm-hmm. Like, Scott and Ramona and Knives, I suppose, are like the only people who get actual growth in the movie, or time to grow, I should say, a, a chance to grow. Um, and everybody else is just like, well, here is just kind of who they are. Now let's just move on. Let's roll with it. Yeah. Because I would argue, I'd say the person who had the most growth in the movie was probably Knives. 
hers had the most well-rounded story out of anybody, which is hilarious because she's not the main character. Right? Well, like, because the other two, Ramona and Scott, are just... They just they just got to get over themselves, basically. Move past their <laughs> own problems. perfect for each other. <laughs> and the, but Knives gets pulled into all of their drama, you know? Yeah. And then she has a typical, like, coming-of-age situation story going on in the middle of all the nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So... I don't know if you're familiar with this. So when the movie came out, I think the movie came out in 2010, the uh, final volumes weren't out yet. They weren't. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the the movie originally had a completely different ending, Mm -hmm. but when it went through the test audiences, they decided to change it. And then that ended up being a very similar ending to how the graphic novels ended as well. So the writer ended up reflecting more of the movie? Or was he there to kind of help and, like, push in the direction of, or... Because if you compare, like, the movie ending to the book ending, it feels very similar, just the movie's version is just so much more condensed. Like, crazily condensed. Yeah, I I was reading a little bit about it, so I'm no expert on what happened. But yeah, I think the the writer was really involved Mm -hmm. in with uh, the film process and... Then he was kind of fine with when when what the original idea, the ending of the movie was. He's like, well, that's different, but I'm doing my own thing. And then they reevaluated that ending and they're like, oh, we should go this way. And he was like, yeah, that's cool because that's like kind of what I'm doing already anyway. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I think I think it was like a similar way. Like, I don't remember all the specifics, but I don't know if I should spoil it right away of how the ending was supposed to originally be. Ooh, do that. I've, I've never heard that. This is new information for me. Yes. That Scott and Knives were going to get back together in the end. Were they? And he was going to move on from Ramona. Okay. Yeah, which is a complete disservice and backwards on Knives' character growth. Yeah. And so when the director and uh, screenwriter of the film ended up changing it, and then they talked to the actress who plays Knives, she was like, oh, thank goodness. I love this movie. This is so much more empowering for her character. Like, I'm for cool with sure. it. And they're all like, oh, thank goodness. I'm so glad you're okay with this ending. We have to reshoot. I don't think anybody would have wanted that ending. <laughs> that makes Mm-mm. me think, like, taking, like, book knives and giving her that ending would have just been devastating to her character in the books. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she's completely There's over so Scott by the end. Yeah. yeah, like, and, mm-hmm. and also yeah. growing up and moving on and... Because at the end, she's 18, and she's ready to, like, go yes. off to college and start her own life without know who any she of the is nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that would have been real something for the movie and would have been a real different take on what this whole story is kind of about. And that's for not real. what that is. So. Yeah. Good Good job to them for having some foresight in that <laughs> situation. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But... I kind of want to talk about like, so that the movie, I, so I like the books more than the movie. Yes, I'm one of those people, yes. but I mean, I don't That's always okay. like the books more than the movies, but I, yeah, I, but the movie does have some highlights for me that I did enjoy watching it. And I think the biggest thing is realizing the cast, like who is actually in this film and <laughs> the roles and just being like, <laughs> I already love these people and their roles are great and I wish I could see more of them. Let's just move away right. from scott pilgrim let's make this about everybody else who's everybody else well it's <laughs> yes. just like if scott wasn't like who he was i guess if he wasn't michael Sarah, although i think michael Sarah was a fine casting for scott like overall i think he was fine but like michael Sarah can't really play like a bad person very well i don't think 
which I think is a lot of what softened like movie Scott compared to the book Scott because book Scott is like a dick and movie Scott they're like well he's more just like a product of who he is as a person like in a really nice way like well he didn't mean all those bad things that happened so it's okay but (laughs) I don't know I actually I don't I had a little bit different opinion on that I thought like Maybe Michael Sarah did good did do a good job. I don't know, but he made mm-hmm. me dislike Scott even more in the film. Oh, did he really? Okay. Yes, he gave me major like there were alarms going off everywhere. He like red came flags. Off as a, yes, red yeah. flags. Everything. He came off as a complete creep. And I just, think that's like, just Michael real... Sarah. Because <laughs> I like, get that from Michael maybe... Sarah all the time. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. Well, he pulled it off, especially when he was um, going on his dates with knives. I'm like, run, run now, girl. girl. You need to get away. Like, oh my gosh. He was just overly creepy in the film and just a major, major loser that I just was like, I don't like you. There is nothing to your character in this film. Like, I, I have nothing to cheer for you. And I am like, I think it's kind of like I said before, like, Scott does have a lot more of himself in the books and everything. And like, yeah, he is not a good person. But I think it's the way that the art style is drawn and stuff. And it's just kind of like, oh, it's cutesy. And like the characters look more inviting to cheer for them and then realize, oh, mm-hmm. hold up. Um, no, your mm-hmm. story. But that's that's at least how I view the situation and my thoughts on <laughs> No, I No, I totally get it. The, the art style in the books lends so much to like, just i mean to everything to to the story to the feelings to the characters it um brian lee o'malley did such a good job like creating the world and the people that he created Mm -hmm. um and then just putting them making them in the movie it was just you didn't get a lot of that nuance yeah i think it's also just kind of weird seeing that as a live action film like it's a wilds film that i could say is a visual spectacle but i don't know if that was necessarily a good or bad thing <laughs> right i the the action scenes in in the movie i love them just because of the style that they are and, and a lot of times like well this fight is styled this way and this fight is styled this way like they're all kind of different in in different aspects mm-hmm. um until you get to the end and it's just a lot of a lot of things all the time um <laughs> but like because, like, when the first evil ex-boyfriend shows up, that's when that part of the movie starts. Like, everything is just, like, it's just, like, dating drama. Mm-hmm. Until, like, the guy flies in through the ceiling. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they start, like, epic fighting. And it's just, like, where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. You don't see that coming at all. <laughs> no. I think it's even funnier just, like, in the movie, like, truly seeing everyone's reactions to the fighting going on and them somehow being aware of its actual existence in the world <laughs> and like anna kendrick again comes in clutch here <laughs> yes yes real she's just like what? and then wallace yeah <laughs> yeah and then wallace is like get him destroy him <laughs> and wallace is there just to make the situation worse <laughs> yes and then also hit on yeah the boyfriend of <laughs> yeah <laughs> I personally, I love that scene because <laughs> so the way she reacts to it, like it's a thing that happens a lot. <laughs> Stacy brings a new boyfriend somewhere, and then Wallace ends up stealing him by the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, 
well, the one part I think where Stacy like puts her arm around her boyfriend and like kind of pats him, like, no, no, stay close to me. Right. <laughs> she yeah. saw it coming. She knew. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, the craziness, like speaking, just like the just like everything just crazy like the music is crazy in this the editing style of this film is insane but the editing is very well done like it's just so crazy just quickly moves you from one scene to the next from one location to the next it does these crazy cuts these match cuts the slide the frame slides and you're in a different location it's a different day it's just it definitely keeps you on your toes chaotic <laughs> yes yes <laughs> for sure so I know I mentioned the cast earlier, and we've already briefly talked about at least two people that I think both of us find as highlights, Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick. We also get Chris Evans in this. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> and Brie Larson. She's my favorite. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I was kind of like, more screen time, please. I wanted more of that song. It was ridiculous. Uh, I will great. send you that song. Um, because it's a real song. Um, I will send that to you happily because I listen to it all the damn time. Not her version necessarily. They do have like a, they have like a music video cut that was like a promotional thing for the, um, Mm -hmm. for the movie that you can get on YouTube, but a different band actually wrote the song for the movie. Um, so you can listen to the full song as performed by the original band, but it sounds just about the same. Nice. But that is kind of a cool thing, too, about the movie, is that she actually did sing, so. She did, and hearing her sing, like, hearing, seeing her, hearing her as this, like, (laughs) pop diva, I guess, like, what would you call that? I, this indie pop diva, like, Mm -hmm. was so perfect for her, and you're not expecting it, because everything you, everything Mm -hmm. you see her in, like, especially these days, is very, like, like, strong and tough and even tone of voice kind of situation now she's always very like in her element and then this role though <laughs> it's not is not what you'd ex- expect brie larson to be in <laughs> and it just she's like the she's scott's like big x the one whose name yes. gets brought up and he like becomes a puddle on the floor don't say the e name the e <laughs> he she who must not be named yes that's right <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, in her extended role in the books, I love anytime she pops back up in the books, like, (laughs) it's so good. And then Mm -hmm. in the movie, you get her just then. Like, here here she is, now she's gone. Like, sad. Come back. (laughs) For real. I was like, I don't want to keep looking at Michael Sarah. show nobody else. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think Chris Evans was was something in this movie too he's I mean, also he... out of his element yeah that's that's also yeah. like really different than what he usually does <laughs> i mean he's been kind of like a bad guy in some other things recently nowadays but has seen him in that crazy role also it was just kind of funny because i feel like he was trying to have a slightly even deeper voice oh, and it was sure. just funny <laughs> yeah he's trying to be this like tough like action star kind of guy Ugh. Those very dark, very defined eyebrows on him were absolutely hilarious. (laughs) And then where they fight is also hilarious because he, yeah, this big action star and he's on a film set, like in the movie specifically, because it's like the famous, like, I don't know, I always call it like a castle house thing that you see like in everything. Yes, right. The thing that is used in 
Smallville, I believe. The X-Men. I don't know. So many other things. They can get there for cheap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so just a crazy showdown with that. But that, that scene was kind of funny in the movie because it was also like, now fight all my stunt doubles. Yeah, they really expand that from the from the from the book some of them are shortened yeah. but that one's expanded you get a lot more going on mm-hmm. there which was interesting but i was like that's okay <laughs> something different um oh i also felt like in the movie kim didn't get a lot of time to shine she goes through so much she's the, she's really books. like after ramona she's like the next like main heroine you know like mm-hmm. but yeah the movies they're just like here's kim it's funny because her and scott used to date and and he broke it off and she never got past it and that's the joke yeah and she's just so deadpan and everything but that actress i just have to laugh at seeing her in different roles because the first thing i ever saw that actress in was the like the heyday of Lindsay lohan and she was in the movie with her uh confessions of a teenage drama queen oh my god that is her <laughs> yes <laughs> Because I kept looking at her, I'm like, I think I've seen you before. And then she is also in the uh, the movie about uh, Dick Cheney. She plays one of his daughters. Uh, oh, what is that movie? Uh, oh, Vice. And that was also really funny. <laughs> I'm just like, she just keeps popping up. She has been, things, she so. has been all, all over the place. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. realize. With, with the wig <laughs> on her head, I didn't realize that's yeah. <laughs> I was like, her face looks familiar enough. And I was like, I think I know who this is. And I'm like, maybe not. And then I looked it up and I'm like, okay, yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yes. And I think it's kind of funnier, like, even though I have mixed feelings with this movie, it's funnier to watch this movie now instead of when it came out because of how many of these stars have, like, become so much bigger since this movie or have been in so many other things that people might know them more from to be like, so OMG, they were many, in this. So many people. Mm-hmm. like every five minutes there's like a new cameo to like keep your eyes ready for mm-hmm. i also didn't really like ramona that much in the movie i felt like she just did not have much to her character it was even less to her character and then at the end they try to be like here we're gonna quickly sum up like her character growth and who she is and i'm like well mm, okay <laughs> yeah well when when i watched the movie the first time i was like oh i love ramona and i read the books and i was like there's a lot going on with Ramona that they don't ever bring up in the in the movies. And then going back to re-watch, reread the books and then going back into the movie again, I was just like, I was paying a lot of attention to her throughout the movie. Because I was just like, she, mm-hmm. like, I, I remember her, like, doing and being so much more in the movie than she actually yeah. was. And I th- it, it's probably just because I have, like, the book knowledge going on in the back of my brain. So I understand a lot of the... Stuff mm-hmm. that's happening more so, like I, I have other context to apply to things, but like, just paying attention to the movie, I realized like, oh, she's she's not that fulfilling of a character in the in the movie, not like yeah. not at all. Well, in the, in the movie, I'm just it's even more confusing because like I've already said, I have tons of le- red flags for Scott in the movie, and then just like Ramona just being like weirdly cool but not cool with everything, and then just like, and then you find out like with like she claims she has that microchip being controlled by the uh the final x at the end and she's like okay what kind of relationship is this like does she have any say in anything does she feel any things like why does she even like scott in the movies i have so many questions because i get the idea that scott only likes her because she's hot and she's different and new 
And that's what makes him think he's in love with her because she's something that he likes and wants and what he thinks is right. perfect material is just at that very base level of, I like her, therefore I want her. In, in the movie, they really like go into that like Scott becoming obsessed with Ramona, but we're mm-hmm. not going to talk about that at all. And I didn't even realize until I just reread the books that it's Ramona's fault that Scott becomes obsessed with her because mm-hmm. she's because she's using like the subspace highway. <laughs> that that the, I, and I love this. It's oh, one of those things mind. where it's like, yeah, this is one of those things where it's like, this is not real world. Not this is just nonsense. No. But as a delivery girl, you know, she she delivers packages in on her roller skates, so she's traveling a ton on foot. And she has this ability where she can access what is like the subspace highway. Um, basically, like a door opens up here and it teleports her over here. Um, in that space in the middle of those two doors, she travels through basically like the dreamscape, sort of. Um, and she ends up using the quote unquote subspace highway that goes through Scott's dreams. Not on purpose, like it's just that his, that section of the highway just happens to be his brain and it's just so convenient to her like daily life so he she keeps popping up in his dreams and when he finally meets her he's like oh my god this girl is real and like stalks the crap out of her until they start dating and stuff Mm -hmm. and in the book she's like wow that's totally my fault because like i'm totally absolutely like barging in through your dreams and in the movie they just don't even it's like such a throwaway line that you can't hardly even understand what she's saying um, and then never gets brought up again. But in the books, like, the subspace highway is there. It's ever-present. Like, there's stuff going on with it all the time. Maybe that was just too much for the movie. That's very possible, because I think there's even more stuff, too, in the books about explaining more of, like, that, like, we kind of already hinted at that, like, Ramona has a ton of baggage, too. Like, her and Scott are very similar, and, like, they both put themselves through a bunch of crap, and, like, I think Ramona hasn't gotten over, like, her going through guys just like Scott goes through girls and just, or girls and guys for Ramona. Um, And the, like, idea of just, like, she's only caring about herself, just, like, almost this idea of, like, Scott almost caring about himself in some ways and just, like, they're not really looking out for the other person and she's just, I think she was, like, in the books also, like, really considered, like, really depressed too, just like Scott is and just Mm -hmm. not getting over these relationships and clinging on to the last relationship they both have and trying to use other people to make them feel something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we get a lot more of that in the books than than we do in the movies, so it's it's a very interesting story that at very, very early face value, it's like, oh, this is a really funny story about, like, fighting exes video game style and then you're like hold up who are these people what's going on underneath so it's pretty interesting that it can have such like a layered story especially in the books just like Mm -hmm. so many things and so many characters with all their own unique stories and getting to watch the characters in the books like grow up as people and change and even like grow apart and stuff like that like it's Mm -hmm. it's so interesting because by the time like the books ends people are really starting to like strike out on their own um, and Scott mm-hmm. is really pushed up to like build himself up to go on living now that his friends are now like they're not taking care of him anymore essentially yeah well and the one thing that like we get in the books especially towards the end is like which you kind of get something like that in the movie this like realization that oh he's not as good of a guy as he thinks he is 
Mm-hmm. And, like, the book, it drives it home a lot more about, like, no, you've been crappy to, like, everyone you've been with. You use everybody, all these girlfriends you have. The way you view things is incorrect because he always views himself as, like, the savior, the hero, mm-hmm. because there's that part where he has a conversation with Kim in one of the later books about, like, oh, yeah, I saved you from that guy in, like, and grade school like, or whatever. No, you didn't. Like, you just punched a nerd with glasses, like... For no reason, you fought him. He didn't keep me, like, and he had this whole thing about, like, he held her captive on the t- the roof of the school, and he had to go through hundreds hundreds of goons to take him down. And it's like, no, 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 dude, your uh, your memory That's... is faulty because he likes to <laughs> say lots of things about I don't drink, I don't remember it that way. I'm a nice person, and we're like, uh, dude, um, like you drink all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, you also uh, try to pretend, you know, you don't want to cope with things you've done, so you try to invent a different version and put yourself in your safe space of video game nerd world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, getting getting through from beginning to end, and then, like, going back through, like, once the characters start making these realizations, it's just, you can you can view everything that's happened and through a different lens. Mm-hmm. And it's not, <laughs> it's not flattering to anybody. <laughs> It doesn't, no. you know, definitely not Scott, but even the other people, it doesn't make anybody look Mm-mm. better for it. You know, you, you strip the humor away and you look at like the actual human problems underneath it. Um, and it's just, just like, whoa, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. I think in the book, the only people I really like felt really, really sorry for that felt like they were kind of the most normal were probably like Kim in the books because she just like kept being put in all these crappy situations and i'm just Mm -hmm. like leave and then she finally does and i'm like okay now don't come back (laughs) start your new life fresh without all these people and then like and then like i just always i felt so so bad because knives shows up so so much in the books like you see her so much and i'm just like no please please go away please for your own health and safety just (laughs) so sad (laughs) poor knives yeah at least she gets some growth though in the end it's it's okay for her both in the she movie does. and the mm-hmm. book so we can be thankful for that i feel like kind of in a sense too i feel like most of the females like especially in the books like are actually the most level-headed out of everybody mm-hmm. in a lot of ways maybe not maybe not envy because <laughs> she's kind of like the yeah. female version of scott in a way mm. in a way um because she just goes from bad boyfriend to bad boyfriend <laughs> yeah because <laughs> she Very can't true. she can't which well, is one of those self-confidence things i think with her where she just can't see the positive aspects in herself so she can't she can't have that in a relationship because it's she can't see it kind of thing that's true i mean yeah i i yeah it's it's i guess you could like argue some of the other characters are a little bit more level-headed but no it's true like they all have flaws they all have issues mm-hmm. it definitely shows yeah that we all are only human and people can be not so nice humans as well <laughs> but they can also try to learn from and grow <laughs> did you have any did you have any favorite characters <sighs> i i don't know if i would say favorites i not really i don't think i think i enjoyed like seeing like you know kind of cameo roles in a sense of like mm-hmm. some well-known stars pop up in the movie but i don't know i was just i think i was reading it more like i wasn't really attached to any character for any time in the movie or the books but i was just more of like i knew the basis of like what the story was but i didn't know everything so i was just like interested to keep reading to see where it was going right because i couldn't quite tell where it was going Mm -hmm. so that's how it was for me 
Did you have any favorite characters or anybody that stood out to you? Um, most of my favorite characters come from like who portrayed them in the film, I think. <laughs> um, just because mm-hmm. like, oh, that part was really cool. But in the books, um, I anytime Stacy and Wallace are together and they form this like mm-hmm. best friend bond out of pure hate for whoever it is that is like ruining Scott's life, you know, like mm-hmm. that's they're my favorite people, I think. They are like the king and queen of like petty damnation. Um, And I love it. Anytime, anytime they're they're both together. Or is it, maybe it's Ramona. Ramona and and Wallace. I think it's Ramona Mm -hmm. and Wallace. They come together and they're just like, oh, are we hating this person now? Okay, let's make it worse. (laughs) (laughs) And I love how like Wallace will text Scott like through Ramona's phone because of course Scott doesn't have a phone. Yes, yes. Can't forget about that. I yes. love that so much. <laughs> like <laughs> book book Wallace just gets he he's such a better character than his movie counterpart part. And like and it makes mm-hmm. me just want to like slap him so much. I'm like, stop taking care of this loser. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go live your own life. Like Yeah. Put him <sighs> out. Yeah. <laughs> On the street, not kill him. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. Man. I was like, one card. Yeah. Like, whatever works. You know, whatever you want to do. Sure. Whatever yeah. works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Overall, I was very surprised because, like, especially reading the books for some stuff, there was a lot more depth and more storyline than I initially thought about this. I thought it was just very, very simply just a guy fell in love with a girl and just had her win her heart by fighting all the exes. Close. Close. I mean, yes, that is the initial initial story, but it's there's so much more involved and that our main character is not very cool. Nope, not at all. Well, do you have any other thoughts or final thoughts about Scott Pilgrim? There there is one there was one additional piece of Scott Pilgrim stuff that came out. I think it came out over COVID. Mm. Many Many of the actors and actresses in the film, they got together like in like a like a Zoom kind of setup, and they did like mm-hmm. a script like reread of Scott Pilgrim. Um, oh yeah, like because this is way after the fact, right? Like some of those people have gone on to become who they are, and but they all got together and they did like this. It's like it's on YouTube. It's like a forty-five minute long like thing that mm-hmm. they put mm-hmm. together, but I haven't got to watch it yet. I hear it's really really cool. Um, I might do that today, actually, but but that's that's something else that has happened in the recent in the recent past. Okay, yeah, that should be interesting. I haven't checked that out either. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No, other than that, I think that wraps it up. Well, listeners, we thank you as always for uh, coming to check us out. Um, if you have a moment, follow us on all the social medias everywhere, um, especially YouTube and Instagram. Got some extra content going on there. But if you have anything that you would like us to cover in the future, just reach out and let us know. We'd love to chat with you more. Um, Thanks again for listening, and we hope you all have a great week.